What is up, everybody? Welcoming to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. We've got new Cowboys articles up there every single day of the week. Analysis, opinion, news, all of it. You can catch it on adcsports.com. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. We will talk more about them and the right of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let me know in the comments. Let me know. I want to I wanna get an idea as to what's, what are you guys feeling ahead of this one. From 1 to 10, what is your confidence level heading into the weekend? Let me know. I'm just curious because, you know, uh, you could very well say that that is the biggest test that the Cowboys have yet to face, at least this version of the Cowboys, because that week one game was more about getting some answers. Uh, that game, you know, the Cowboys stunk on that season opener. And it's hard to say that those are the Cowboys of right now, because even if the competition has lowered over the last three weeks, that's definitely not the same team as the one that we are seeing right now on the field. So it seems like for this version of the Cowboys, this is the toughest test yet. The LA Rams are struggling, but they are still the Rams. They still have Matthew Stafford. They still have Aaron Donald. They still have Sean McVay at the wheel. It is an away game for the Cowboys, you know, quote unquote, because it's going to be in LA. Cowboys Nation is going to show up in SoFi Stadium. But still, you're not playing on at AT&T. You're on the road. So maybe there are some uh, disadvantages to that. Not really playing into the Rams, not really playing in favor of the Rams, just maybe playing against the Cowboys because of the fact that they're traveling, not because of the crowd noise that they will face on Sunday. So let me see what is your confidence level heading into the weekend. Professor O says that he's at a 9-10 that Dallas will run a fake punt this week. Professor O with the 7, Toxic Tom with the 4, 5 for 7-11, Tommy for 7-7, seven, seven, uh, Bruce also 7, excuse me, Andrew 7, Joey Vela 8.5. Bruce says, what is the over-under for fat man touchdowns? Man, I don't know. I actually have my own over-under. So Professor O already said the odds for the fake punt. Bruce is trying to get some numbers for an offensive lineman touchdown, or I don't know if he meant a defensive lineman, maybe like maybe uh, a little bit of Chauncey Goldston magic when he scored that at pick six versus the Saints last year. Maybe something like that. Uh, I have a two-point conversion bold prediction for later on the show, so stay tuned for that one. My confidence level is maybe at like a seven. Uh, I feel like the Cowboys can win this game. Uh, that's not my prediction yet. Uh, I will give you my prediction later in the show, but I, I think that the Cowboys have a shot. It's what I'm trying to say with my confidence level. I think that Dallas matches up pretty well against a team that we wouldn't be so high about if it weren't because they're the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. This team does not look like that when you look at the Rams and you watch them play. 
So let's get into the X factors, man. Let's let's get into this. X factor number one. And this is a big one. This is not the obvious one. I'm going to go on the offensive side of things. Last night, we talked about the play action. We talked about the Rams struggling against the play action. And we talked about how this has been the bread and butter for the Cowboys offense. And we even mentioned Bob Sturm's article on this very topic for The Athletic on the Cowboys taking some early down shots down the field. The Cowboys are trying to get behind max protection when they can get on their center and maybe they can run some play action by Cooper Rush sometime. And they are allowing him to push the ball down the field. And if you look at the numbers, which is why I did what I did this morning, you can see it in their efficiency metrics. The following numbers are from runningbacksdontmatter.com. The Cowboys are taking some deep shots in first down. So far, they rank as the sixth best team in dropback EPA in first downs. Compare that to 29th in the NFL in the money down, in third down. This is a Cowboys team that is trying to avoid third down at all costs because they're not being good when they get to that situation. They are really depending on those first down bombs, which really sheds light into the conversation as to how limited the offense is without Dak Prescott at the wheel. And Cooper Rush has been amazing. He has kept this season afloat. He's obviously exceeded expectations. But the Cowboys need those early down bombs to work in order to do what they have been doing these past few games and put some points on the board. When you look at the drives that have worked for the Cowboys, they all feature these shots working out. We, have, we really have not seen this long drives put together. Uh, look back to the Commanders game and you will see C.D. Lamb getting targeted in three consecutive plays with Cooper Rush pushing the ball down the field as an example. And to give you an idea, notice that number uh, for the Cowboys on first down. That is just an example excluding uh, second down. But if you look at the numbers for early downs in general, so that would include first and second down, the Cowboys start 13th in the NFL in drop back per play. Not bad, not too good, not too bad, especially with a backup quarterback that's pretty much where you want to be. I will say it again, 13th in the NFL in early downs, drop back EPA. Looking into success rate though, you will find that they are the 23rd drop back offense in the league. What does that mean? Cowboys are not really being that successful each and every play, but when they are successful, it's in those deep shots, in those first down, max protection, play action looks. That's where they're earning their money's worth. First down, deep throws, and second down, deep throws. Because when you look at the success rates, it's not as high for the Cowboys. And that's because they haven't been an offense that keeps the, the chains moving. They are about 27th in the NFL in first downs per play. The Cowboys are not going to do that, which is why 
I'm a little bit concerned about Dallas not being able to keep this a close affair in the first half. Uh, what I mean with this is if the Rams go up by two possessions, then the Cowboys are in trouble because then the Rams might not be so friendly to the Cowboys offense even when they go under center. They might not show them the, those single high looks. They might start showing a lot of cover too, a lot of quarters coverage. And that's where the Cowboys, I think, would struggle. It will be key to keep this a close affair throughout the entire game. If the Rams go up two scores, I don't know if the Cowboys are, are built for that, honestly. Shout out to Professor O. He's right. ADC has 19,000 subscribers now. That's awesome. And that's on the YouTube side of things. On Facebook, the machine is also, you know, at full go. So shout out to the YouTube audience for those 19,000 on YouTube. Shout out to the Facebook audience who's always uh, in the lookout for, for the shows and for the articles. ADC Sports is really blowing up. I, I love to be a part of ADC Sports and it, it's been awesome. Uh, of course, Skywalker's still here in the shows. And then every writer who is involved, shout out to them as well. Uh, we've got Cole Patterson, Shane Carter, Matthew Lennox, a lot of good people working on ADC Sports. Joey Bella says, Mauricio and Scott Steele need to do the one cheap challenge, LOL. I'm <laughs> Scott Steele. I missed the morning show, but that's not the, the, the first time that I read Scott Steele today. So I need to I need to figure it out what happened on today's morning show. I wasn't able to to tune in. Had some early work to do. <laughs> but now I want to find out. Russell says lots of people picking the Rams and NFL pick watch. I have some thoughts on that too later on the show lined up for you, by the way. Good evening, Floyd Wright. Thank you for joining the show. We've got Stephen White in the YouTube chat as well. Benito saying 6-7 Rams are somewhat good. Talking about that confidence level over there on Facebook. Skywalker, Scott Walker. Oh my God. I need, I need, to, I need to check this out as soon as the show is over. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, moving on to X Factor number two. And this is also an obvious one. But I'm going to, you know, change it up a little bit. People have been talking about getting that pressure in versus the weekend LA Rams offensive line. That's the obvious matchup here because that's where you want the Cowboys to win this football game. If, if Dallas is to win, they're going to do so by being on top of Matthew Stafford the entire game, right? Micah Parsons blowing up plays, Demarcus Lawrence dealing some damage, the defensive tackles winning up front, especially because the interior offensive line of the Rams might be the, the portion of this offensive line that is the most injured. It looks like Cologne, the third string center, will be the starter on Sunday, judging by the Rams' injury report, by the comments that they have made. So I could tell you that the X factor number two for this game is pressuring Matthew Stafford. I'm going to go with the word confusing, though. Not only pressuring, again, 
obviously the case. You need to do so. But I'm going to go with confusing. I was reading a quote from Matthew Stafford earlier today, and he was talking about telling his third string center that he was going to be in his ear all game long. Why? Because he's going to help him out with the calls, with the checks, pointing out the mic, letting the offensive line know where they're sliding towards, and all of that. The thing is, Matthew Stafford doesn't generally do that. He gets a lot of help from the center. And we, we've talked about this before. It's not the first time that we mention it. This Cowboys defensive front keeps moving. They keep changing the picture for the oppon opposing quarterback. It's tougher to get the calls right and to get the checks right when you don't know where Michael Parsons will line up, where the Marcus Lawrence will line up, when is number 11 rushing the passer, when, when is he dropping back into coverage? And that's without mentioning the little things. Uh, what about when Donovan Wilson inserts into the offensive line? What about when you get uh, Anthony Barr, Sam Williams, and Durant Armstrong all you know, bunched up on the left side of the offensive line? The Cowboys keep changing the picture, and I think Matthew Stafford is going to have his plate full versus this Cowboys defensive front, and it will play a big role in the game. Remember when we talked about Dallas having the most dangerous pass rush unit in the NFL? We talked about Dan Quinn's role in it, uh, in showing the, team, the, the opponents different looks, play in and play out. And with the Rams having to change up their entire communication system for pass pro, I think it's going to be an issue. And I think uh, confusing Matthew Stafford with a lot of movement up front will be a key to this game. Now, to be more specific, the Rams have allowed a lot of pressures from the left side. Left tackle, 42%. 29%. At left guard. <laughs> I'm seeing the comments right now. Tommy says, Mo never gives us anything to cook him about. WTF. Well, oh well. <laughs> Is Tommy praising my defensive skills? <laughs> Mo is always strictly business. <laughs> Toxic Tom says he literally looks like the child of Tom Holland and Pete Davidson. Have at it. I, I think I've kind of realized what the Pete Davidson thing is all about. Uh, I, I've seen some of those comments before. I think it might be like the, you know, the dark circles maybe beneath the eyes. <laughs> Aaron Donald says Tracy Smith. Just a one-man defense, not enough to stop the weapons that we've got on offense. Intrigued as to how the Cowboys will handle Aaron Donald, by the way. You would assume that if you are the Rams, you want him away from Zach Martin as much as possible. Just line up between Connor McGovern, maybe Matt Farniak, maybe Jason Peters, whoever it is, line him up against the left guard and, you know, Greg stuff up. Professor O says he looks exactly like John Henry Creel from Stranger Things. There you go. 
now people are trying to find <laughs> how Toxic Tom says that I am easy to cook. Jessica Villarreal says, I think that Peter should play. I don't think that McGovern will be able to guard Donald off the Rams. I don't know what the Cowboys will do. Uh, I also lean Jason Peters. I do wonder about what the Cowboys are going to do there. But anyways, moving on to fa X Factor number three. Stopping, not a Cooper Cup, stopping Allen Robinson. Hear me out. We know about Cooper Cup. We had a show about it last night. So I didn't want to double dip into that conversation. So instead, I want to talk about Allen Robinson. Because, you know, Cooper Cup is going to deal damage. That's what he does. He's one of the best offensive players in the NFL. You might slow him down. You're not likely to stop him. Maybe the Cowboys do. That would be pretty amazing. Unprecedented in the 2022 NFL season. And I believe that they have the talent to maybe pull that off. But this cannot be the game in which Allen Robinson wakes up. And we might see a lot of Anthony Brown against Allen Robinson if the Cowboys do decide to keep Trevon Diggs on Cooper Cup as much as they can with some support like we talked about last night uh, with big nickel formations and all of that. Uh, if you want to see that breakdown, we had it on Wednesday's show. You can check that out. But this cannot be the game in which Allen Robinson, who has been one of the least targeted wide receivers in the NFL, wakes up. Matthew Stafford is not spreading the ball around. And as amazed as we are about how productive Cooper Cup has been for the Rams, I can assure you they want to get the football to Allen Robinson. Sean McVay talked about it earlier in the week as well. He talked about how the cow, how the Rams need to get the football to him because you need to change things up. So this is my way of saying, sure, Cooper Cup is always the priority when you face the Rams. But the reason why LA has been struggling over the past few weeks on offense has been because they have not been able to find a number two weapon for the Rams. Uh, Tyler Higby might be the closest to that, but he's a tight end. So when we're talking wide receivers, the Rams have not had a guy step up and they have not had Allen Robinson be who they want him to be. Maybe that's because of the receiver. Maybe that's because of scheme. Whatever you, you, you think it is, the point to me is... Let's, let's make that stay the case for now. Let's keep the Rams just targeting Cooper Cup time and time again if they want to, as long as the offense looks the same as it has over the past few weeks. Like if Cooper Cup has a monster game against you, the Rams offense might still look a little bit slower than usual. But if they figure out to also target Allen Robinson, then we then the Cowboys might be in trouble, right? That's the point that I'm trying to make here. Uh, let me know in the chat, by the way, what's your X factor to beat the Rams before we get to the next portion of the show, which is the predictions and all of that. What is your X factor to beat the Rams? Let me know in the comments. Meanwhile, let me <laughs> meanwhile let me see some of your some of your comments here. 
I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 10 feet pole. I don't think that I am, Professor O. Let's see. <laughs> Tommy says Mo looks like Chucky's kid. This one, this one was one of the very first comments that I've got here on ADC Sports Dallas uh, doing shows for, for ADC Sports Dallas. Jessica says he, <laughs> he is enough to get to the quarterback and potentially stop our offense. Uh, about Aaron Donald, I would assume, is that a comment? <laughs> Shakir is going to prison, according to the chat, in case you guys were wondering about uh, Shakira's near-term future. <laughs> Let's see, man. Holly says, I'll take both and take them for a ride in my Freeman Mazda. There you go. There you go, Holly. The YouTube chat is just debating on Chiquita and Jessica Alba. And Holly had the, the correct answer for y'all. I'll take both and take them for a ride in my Freeman Mazda. <laughs> All right, man. The, the, the chat is on fire right now. Russell says, be able to run the ball. That is Russell's X factor right now. <laughs> Holly says, Sown with a good four-man rush. And the Cowboys have been getting pressure with only four men, by the way. Second team with the highest pressure percentage without the blitz. That will definitely be a huge X factor for Sunday's game. That's a great answer, by the way. My X factor, says Professor O, is the pass rush. The rush hits LA, says John. Talking about... Maybe not the pass rush, maybe not the rushing attack, but Cooper Rush. Floyd says Cooper is going to light up the Rams, even though experts picked him to have a regression game. Now, let me let me tell you something. Cooper Rush needs to have his best game yet. Because this defensive front for the Rams, they might not be getting pressure in. They're actually one of the teams with the few with the uh, lowest pressure rates in the NFL, but they can stop the run. They are the third most efficient run defense in the NFL. So this is going to be the game in which Cooper Rush is going to be asked to do the most. And how is he going to answer that bell? Because as you guys know, some people want to debate who should be the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That conversation doesn't exist. That's why we have not had it here on primetime. It's Dak Prescott, obviously. But mostly, Cooper Rush has been mistake-free. Last Sunday, we, we saw him throw maybe two turnover-worthy throws that ended up being uh, saved by flags. And as I said previously, man, if, if the Cowboys are asked to come back from a two-score deficit, then we might be in for an ugly kind of game. But anyways, it's time for betting the Cowboys. It really is time for betting the Cowboys. We are 4-0 so far. Definitely a tough call. The Cowboys are 5.5-point underdogs for this game. The line opened at 4.5. 
It's moved to five and a half, five and a half, excuse me. The over-under sits at an uncomfortable number. I don't think that we will touch the over-under. So we got a PK spread. Are we laying the points or are we taking them? For those of you who are unfamiliar with the segment, on betting the Cowboys, we always pick one bet. And it can go against it, it can go against the Cowboys. It's an unbiased segment, just like my game predictions. I have picked games against the Cowboys. I have been proven wrong. I have been proven right sometimes. We keep it real on the pick segment. But so far we have gone with the under in week one. And then from weeks two to three to four, excuse me. We have gone with the Cowboys spread, and we are 4-0 through four weeks. The goal is to get to 52.4% at the end of the season in order to break even or even be profitable. Last week, we went with a, with a 57% rate, I believe. So we had a profitable 2021 season, and we, we, we started... 2022 with the right foot so are you laying the points are you taking the points let me know in the chat holly says 20 to 17 dallas in an overtime win Ooh, wouldn't that be dramatic i'm here for it joey bella 24 to 14 eltina takes the points toxic tom says i think that i would take the points on this that's a large spread russell also going with the points professor all picking the cowboys to win the game outright Bruce as well. My bet, I had to go with the Cowboys, man. I had to go with the Cowboys. I'm a huge numbers guy. And all I know is that this is the sixth most efficient team, according to Football Outsiders, DBOA, going up against the 26th most efficient team. 26th is the Rams. They rank below the Cowboys in yards per play. They rank below the Cowboys in yards per carry. They rank a little bit above Dallas in yards per attempt. And they have been a worst team in the red zone. So I got to go. I got to go with, with Cowboys in the points here. Five and a half. I will tell you what I don't like. And I will tell you the rule that I am breaking on this bet. Because as a sports better. I have several rules. One of them is that I should beware when the public money or the public bets are on one team. And in this case, according to Action Network, 59% of the bets, we could round that up to 60. 60% 60 of the bets are on the Cowboys so far. Yet, the betting spread is moving on the other direction. Because it opened at 4.5 and, and it's now at 5.5. That's an alert. That's an alert to me. That maybe Sharps are really in love with the Rams setting into this game. I don't know. Uh, just something that we uh, I always beware. But I'm taking the Cowboys to, to, to cover the spread. And you know those stats that I mentioned? 
Drop your score predictions in the chat. Let me know who do you guys think is winning this game. And I will tell you my score prediction for this game as well. But let me know. Let me know. Drop your score prediction if you haven't. Before I give you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at Freeman Mazda because the ride of the week is the Mazda CX-5 2.5S. This one starts at $28,570. It's got all-wheel drive, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, the amazing Wi-Fi hotspot. And when I say amazing, I mean amazingly useful. Adaptive cruise control and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check out FreemanMazda.net, a family-owned business for over 65 years. You get A-plus customer service. And of course, when you choose Freeman Mazda, you are choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. So make sure you check them out over at FreemanMazda.net. And my prediction, my prediction, I couldn't do it otherwise. I think that I think that the Cowboys win it. I never believed that I would be picking Dallas when the moment arrived. I had high doubts all week long. I thought, you know what? I got to take the Rams here. Because I know that the Cowboys are looking great on defense. But the offense is in trouble. And the Rams... They have a legit defense versus the run. And I just thought that, you know what? The Rams should be able to move the football a little bit better than the Cowboys. But I am ultimately picking the Cowboys for several reasons. Uh, the Rams are struggling. That offensive line, it's not good. It, it might be one of the worst offensive lines in football. And we saw what happened when the Cowboys faced the Bengals, when they faced the Giants when they faced the Commanders, when they faced Donovan Smith's backup in the first week of the season, they're getting to the quarterback. And I think that the Cowboys will be able to do so on this game. I think that in the passing game, the Rams are not getting enough pressure in order for me to fade Cooper Rush in a big way heading into Sunday. Now, I do think, and, and I went with a weird score here, as you can see, 23 to 22. My bold prediction is that Dallas scores on what, on what could be a game-tying drive and that McCarthy and the Cowboys go for two to win it on the road instead of going to overtime. That is my bold prediction. For Sunday's game. Four and one. Here we go. Says Holly. <laughs> oh man, Joey. Oh, Joey. <laughs> Stafford has more interceptions and touchdowns, says Bruce. He's going to give it to our secondary, which is why my prediction includes a Trevon Diggs interception. I do think that Cooper Cup has his kind of game. I do think that he gets 90 yards or something like that. Thomas says, prediction, Mike gets his first pick. Your scores here. Daniel goes with 24-17 on Facebook. Tracy Smith, 31-13. Oh, that, that would be quite the score. Russell, 17-13, 27-17 for Floyd. 
Mueller, 21-17. Russell with the truth. If they go 4-1 without Dak, that's huge. Let me tell you something right now. If they go 4-1 without Dak Prescott, raise yourselves, find somewhere to sit down. Not only if they go 4-1 with Dak, let's say that they dropped this one. Okay, so let's look at two possible scenarios. Not saying that they're the most likely scenarios, but let's let's take a look at two quick scenarios here. Number one, they go four and one. They beat the Rams. Number two, maybe they drop this one. They drop to three and two. And then next weekend, Dak Prescott can't go. But the Cowboys beat the Eagles, which to me is a tougher game than, than the Rams. Let's, let's, let's imagine, let's speculate here. So four and one, or four and two, or maybe four and two, whatever the order is heading into week seven. Can you guys think of a certain individual who could be up for a major reward? I mean, four and no without your starting quarterback, if at the end of the season, you win the division. You guys know what I'm talking about. I know that you guys know it. Tell me I'm wrong. Say that it happens and say that the Cowboys win the NFC East when Dak Prescott comes back. Say that they get to 12 wins again or 11 wins. With the division in the pocket. Your guy could be up for coach of the year, man. And I know that I know toxic. I know that you don't care about the award. I know that you care about the Super Bowl rings. Uh, we all do, honestly. But tell me I'm wrong. If that happens, Mike McCarthy will go from from about a 40 to 1 coach right now. Actually, we should all take a flyer on that bet, maybe. <laughs> because if they if they beat the Rams, Mike McCarthy will jump up on those head coach of the year odds. You will see. I'm not saying that, you know, Dallas will call this a successful season, but I am saying that, you know what, McCarthy does deserve some credit for the Cowboys' past three wins. And if they get a fourth one, then another one, right? Uh, not saying that that is the goal or anything like that. I'm just pointing out kind of a fun fact and a fun possibility. 14 and 3 on the rings to Stephen White. Holly says Mike McCarthy will be coach of the year if that happens. Exactly, man. And then, and then he will get fired, says Tommy. Coach of the year still get fired in Dallas. Sean Payton, come on down. How, how hilarious would that be, though? <laughs> and if they lose to the Rams, it's toxic, Tom. What other odds does Mike McCarthy jump on? Uh I'm assuming you mean first to be fired, which is still a bet that I wouldn't take as I discussed in the offseason, just because I don't think that he will get fired midseason. I don't think that the Cowboys will be in that spot. Even if he gets fired after, because uh, he, he remains in the hot seat for sure. But that uh, he does deserve some credit for what has been going on in Dallas over the past three weeks. And if... But I'm saying, here's, here's what I'm saying. Right now, he's about a 40 to 1 
underdog to, to win coach of the year. Nick Sirianni is your odds-on favorite, plus 175. For the Eagles in second place is plus 750. Mike McDaniel for the Dolphins. And then you get, I think it's uh, Kevin O'Connell, plus, plus 800, something like that. McCarthy's all the way down on that list. If Dallas beats the Rams, they're going, he's going up. He's going up on those odds. So if you want to bet Mike McCarthy to win coach of the year, which is something that you likely do not want to bet, but say that you feel confident about the Cowboys winning uh, this game versus the Rams, then it, it might be worth, you know, a dollar. <laughs> if you have a spare dollar or if you have $5 you never want to see again, I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I, I just like betting on sports. You know how I, how I am. Anyways, welcome everyone. Uh, not welcome. I'm, I'm saying goodbye, actually. Thank you everyone for joining the show. I appreciate you joining ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I hope that you guys have a fantastic weekend. Primetime, as always, brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Professor, oh, I did not know that. He said the Cowboys are wearing Navy jerseys with white pants this week. The Des Bryant combo. According to that All or Nothing series from the 2017 season, Des Bryant came up with that combination, which is something that I love. Thank you, everyone. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Share the stream. If you are watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about Primetime. Hit that thumbs up. That is the biggest thing that you can do to help out the show. I will see you on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central, hopefully to discuss a Cowboys game. Los veo mañana y Shakira. <laughs>